0: We're live.
1: We're live. Now, being that it's uh, you're the stand-in for the bookman, uh-huh. it is your duty to tell us when our
2: listener arrives. Yes. Uh, I got you. Okay, you know where that is, because we don't we don't do the the intro to the show now until our regular arrives. All
0: right. And I guess
2: at this point, we'll be able to tell if that regular is here for uh, the show or for 50% of the cast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, by how quickly they drop out.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're normally here all night, so... Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> watched Miss
1: Marvel. Yes, it came out today. Uh, Spoiler warning if you haven't watched it, but... uh,
2: I mean, I think we should probably stay relatively spoiler white.
1: Yeah, that that, that is our tradition, but it seems to me it has been... uh, I'll just do a series uh, synopsis since we have all the episodes uh it's been the most self-conscious uh disney plus series it started off knowing exactly what it was and it pretty much stayed that way through the end yeah it was not a action heavy marvel you know show movie
2: no, it was not.
1: It was definitely a character study. Uh, I learned more watching this and was eager to absorb that uh, than any other show. Yeah. Uh, granted, you know, I watch like Loki. I see something. I analyze it compared to what I already have. Knowledge. This right. show taught me things about the real world yes even the, through a fantasy uh scenario it taught me things yeah. about the real world uh and it's not western culture so therefore it's kind of i don't want to say excuses me not knowing it explains why i don't know
2: yeah so uh miss bookman yes You've watched every episode of Ms. Marvel, correct?
0: No. Before we get into this, the one viewer is here.
2: They're here. Oh shit! They're here. He- hey, everybody! Welcome to Two Fools Rushing In. I am. Minus shadow- Two Fools. Yes, I am Shadow Band on Facebook.
0: Laugh out loud.
2: <laughs> I wish I was. It's your turn to introduce yourself.
0: Me or him? You. Yeah. Oh.
1: I already did. I said I wish I was Shadowban. Oh. I'm here.
0: You're here. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's, that's Excellent.
0: Fantastic. Slay.
2: Oh, no. no. Kick her off.
0: Because I said slay?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to remember... You're you are on a podcast tonight with a Gen Xer and a boomer. I am not a boomer.
0: You're probably older than a boomer.
2: No. How could I be older than a boomer?
0: I don't know. I mean, you, you're a
2: boomer. You bar- graduated from high school, man. Uh, a
1: baby boomer is the babies that were born after the Great War. When all the soldiers came home and said, "Thank God I'm alive! I'm getting married and having kids, uh-huh,
0: yeah, no, you were born before that, like
1: oh okay, uh, you were there
0: when the universe was made, probably,
1: sure, I made it possible for it
2: to make mistakes
0: Thank you.
1: did you
2: so uh in case, dear viewer and future listeners, uh, you haven't caught on, uh, 50% of the fools are not in attendance tonight.
1: So instead of two um, fools rushing in, it's only two fools rushing in.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's t- either in, two fools wired or two fools. That's right. Uh, standing in for us tonight, we have uh, the wonderful. Uh, younger Bookman, who uh, I I won't name you if you don't want me to. I'll let you name yourself if you want. Bookman
1: uh, the middle. So, she's uh, she's here because us Gen Xers and Boomers don't know how to push the
2: button. Nah, it'd just be a lot of work to have to set up my laptop and get everything going, and I'd that's have to go to work, dude. I'd have to go to Jeff's house to get a mic. Oh, I have all the mic. I have mics here.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have any. On. Yeah.
2: No, no, you misunderstand. I would still use my phone connected to Discord <laughs> with my headset while I had the laptop running everything else.
1: So uh, where is the Mr. Bookman?
0: Um, he's upstairs right now. He was down here.
1: Okay. He's
0: confused and then left.
1: Is it this, uh, is, uh, your parents' anniversary or something?
0: Yeah, 20 years or they're whatever.
1: Going, yeah, they going out to eat or something? No, they already,
0: um, like, they already left today. So I don't think they're leaving again.
1: Okay, so if we hear th- mild thumping, then uh, you're gonna have to, you know, sound select that out.
2: Um, that, is, that is not something I wanted to think about, so Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: I'm not an editor, gorl, so I don't think I could do that.
2: Oh, crap. Okay,
1: we'll just have to suffer through it. Yeah, that's okay. Why did you have to bring that up? I don't know.
0: That's gross. Because,
2: because now because it's I'm... in your brain, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the gift I bring to the world. Um, Mm -hmm. so, but yeah, Miss Marvel, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, it has so much hate that, uh, I am willing to be a avid fan just to Mm -hmm. counteract some, I mean, I I mean, I'm not crazy about it, but I've, you know, you know, since I ever, uh, since I first got you guys into Future Fight, I've loved Kamala Khan. Yeah. I've yeah. loved the character. And she got serious, and I'm like, oh, hell, I'm watching that. Yeah. And good or bad, I was going to like it, because it brings her to life. But, yeah, man, what the fuck
2: is... Um, I I know what the, the biggest part of the dislike is coming from. What's that? There's... There's an article out there that that did a deep dive into where a lot of the negative reaction is coming from. Uh, Okay. Unfortunately, it's coming from people that look a lot like you and I. Most of the hate
1: does, sadly to say. Um,
2: So, like, if I'm being honest, is Miss Marvel my favorite Disney Plus Marvel show. No, it's not.
1: No, it wouldn't That's be my favorite either, but I that is still wholly enjoyed probably,
2: it. Yeah, it's still probably going to either be Moon Knight or Loki. Yeah. Um, But I really enjoyed Miss Marvel. Uh, I think it was a great...
1: Freshman effort yeah. for that character.
2: Yeah. Um, so, Mara, I had, I had asked you, had you? So, when when you said you haven't seen all of the Miss Marvel, uh, is that because you haven't seen the finale, or I haven't
0: seen the finale, but I've seen everything else.
2: Okay. okay. So this works. My question to you, uh-huh. because you are you are still actively currently in, in school. school. Yeah. Uh huh. Were you taught? about the partition no in Indi- india pakistan uh-uh so you were not thought about that okay okay so that makes me f- it makes me feel better but sad at the same time uh agreed um, yeah i i wish that we did a better job of teaching world history well, maybe we would have um,
1: so many of the people like me making ignorant comments if we had. Sure. People that look like me, yeah, people
2: not like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, I recognize that I am not the target demographic for Ms. Marble.
1: No, Ms. you're, we're, it's probably closer to our our
2: controllers uh, age this week yes our our kids our our co-host this week um, uh, like 13, of color. Thir- 13 to 18 13 to 19 yeah. maybe and, and people of color i mean one yeah. of the big things that they talked about uh leading up to miss marvel one of the things they wanted to do with marvel phase 4 um there was there is an argument to be made that Marvel was Mighty White.
1: Yes, there were some African American characters here and there,
2: but it was Mighty Sorry, White. So in in the MCU starting out that way is not because Marvel Comics is Mighty White.
1: No, far from it. Mar uh If you watched, uh, there is a documentary that talks about uh, um, comic books in general, just straight up comic books. And it talked about the civil rights movement and everything and Mm -hmm. talked about how Marvel were, you know, even before that, purposely coloring characters in the backgrounds and foregrounds and even made one of the Howling Commandos uh, black to yeah. represent. And there was, a, there was an interview with one of the uh, artists of the time, and uh, I don't know his name, I apologize. Uh, African-American guy goes to uh, D.C., shows his portfolio, and they say, no, nope, uh, wow, you're really good, but we already have a black artist. And he went to Marvel and got hired, yep. and you know, one studio was about uh, a quota, and the other studio was about, uh, well, this guy fucking can fucking draw.
2: Right. So. And I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm I'm a Marvel apologist because I know that they 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 uh,
1: they've whitewashed they had, and you know.
2: Fing, fing, yeah, foo,
1: they, and all that stuff. Yeah, they have they, had issues, but but it was that it was that John Wayne type issues where that was the time. You can't, yeah. really blame them for what was commonplace then for them to show that, represent that.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean. They, they, I
1: think the best you can do is show how quickly they abandoned that.
2: They abandoned it. They worked to actively improve upon it. And honestly, nowadays,
1: was... Marvel is the MCU. Yes, comic books are being made. Yes, new comic books are being made. New stories are being mm-hmm. written. But mm-hmm. the by and large. Uh, media saturation is movies, TV. And...
2: Oh, well, and I mean, if you look at it, the MCU and related properties have influenced modern Marvel comics. Yes. I mean, A- and you, uh, you don't have to look real deep to find that.
1: They've purposely made changes in the stuff that's coming out. To include to remedy past you know mm-hmm. basically overlooks. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what was the recent uh, Heimdall is a prime example. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who can fault them for casting Ildur Elba, But you know, that's here nor there. <laughs> they they changed a Norse demigod. Yeah, or Norse, mm-hmm. you know, figure into an African-American. Yeah. So, I don't know. I... All you could do is just...
2: Recognize...
1: Not try to look through tube. a tube.
2: Yeah. Recognize the mistake, admit the mistake, work to improve. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you expect people to do. I mean, that's...
1: Ultimately, I, it, it improves. I mean, if, if, if comics and superhero movies and superhero stories in general are an escape, they're only an escape if they're believable. And they're mm-hmm. only believable if they recognize your life if you could imagine mm-hmm. walking down that street of New York past past the sanctum sanctorum and passing a sea of white people, because that's all you want to see, it doesn't really have the immersion. But right. if you walk past and you see all these, you know, people represented, you know, yeah. that there's your immersion. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite characters from you know the recent movies is Wong. I love that actor i love that character the the play the it gives dr strange an arguably kind of stiff character something to play off of
2: yeah and i think that's probably why i was never a fan of dr strange in the comics because
1: it was a very trippy cerebral kind of story
2: yes and dr strange on screen is doctor strange in the comics he is very mm-hmm. stiff in in
1: he's a surgeon he's, he's,
2: yes yeah.
1: he's doing he's doing a lot of the work in his head
2: and one of the problems was they didn't have that Wong character
1: he was in there but he was the the apprentice and he was right. sidelined a lot of times
2: yeah but he it wasn't the same Wong. No, no. Like the Wong in the in the comics
1: is kind of lame. <laughs> and honestly, you got to I got to wonder how much the Wong we have now in uh Avengers in Infinity War and Doctor Strange 2, which is and uh heck, he showed up in um uh, Shang-Chi. Uh mm-hmm. so the character we have there how much is is it uh, a testament to? I I don't know who directed it, but the first Doctor Strange movie with the whole training montage of him stealing books out from under Wong and him calling him Beyonce and just you know the mm-hmm. the riff the the riff between them uh, was fun and they're like yeah. you know they feasted on that and they aren't giving it up so. and so much that like in in Shang-Chi and uh he's made appearances you know away from Dr. Strange and you know he's his own character he isn't just the skirt dressing to Dr. Strange only only applicable applicable if Strange is nearby kind of thing
3: can I? He is the source supreme. Now. He is. That is it's true. That is true.
2: Which Can is I,
3: just awesome. <laughs> it is
2: the one of the things I love about that character. He is. Uh, if you if you look in, at Marvel characters and you talk about all the the things that make marvel superheroes wong is none of them
1: uh especially based not. on that actor he's not the, the the super physically fit he's right he doesn't have powers he studied you know same. strange but, but, can be the same argument can be made he he earned this he gathered right, this
2: knowledge they made cumberbatch get they did they did not make benedict I wong do that
1: they didn't make eric selvik do that either so who uh the astrophysicist that opened the gate in the first avengers movie he was in the thor movie
2: yeah but he wasn't a hero no wong is a hero and he's not like he's
1: know, also an avenger. At,
2: yeah. Look at cuz
1: everyone Nan on Gianni. that Yeah. That dude I mean that dude went nuts for a yeah. a, a character that wasn't even in the final battle. Right. Yeah, but I mean he
3: they didn't need him to. They didn't request him to he just realized he could get a free trainer out of it. Right. True. Like, that was never a Marvel request, and they were surprised when he showed up in that shape. Sure.
1: I've I, I seen an article popping up that he avoided uh, liquids for, like, two weeks, like water and coffee. He avoided it for two weeks just to maintain uh, the physical shape to stay in that costume they made for him. That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, he, that was his point when he posted the pictures of his his torso and stuff. He's like, "This, I have no idea how this would be possible. This is ridiculous. What I've gone through to get here, and yeah. this, and and enjoy it while it lasts, because it's not going to."
2: <laughs> so, Miss Bookman. Yes. If you had the opportunity to be in a Marvel movie as a powered person, mm-hmm. but it it required you to go through the training regimen that chris Pratt hemsworth natalie portman that that these stars have have gone through, would you do it?
0: Yeah, absolutely I would, okay.
1: Well, granted, you'd be paid millions, you know,
0: so. Exactly.
2: Fuck the money. Like, I don't care about that.
1: Uh, It'd also be a time capital to, you know, for a thousand years that I actually did that, you know, here, let's watch the movie. Yeah. And, you know, it isn't like I'm doing it for, you know, the Christmas party. True. Yeah. You know, and then it's, then it's, back to, you know, cupcakes and candy bars, you know, doing it for cinematic debut. So that makes, that I don't know, that would make a different difference in my
2: decision-making. So. Okay.
1: Sorry, I jumped so, into her
2: question. How big of a uh, comic fan are you?
0: Um
1: movies or have you read comics
0: i have read the comics
2: okay so is there a character that you would say that's the character i want to play
0: i want to be wonder woman
2: really
0: Mm-hmm. okay
2: interesting choice
1: i still want the trainer but i want to be grouped completely cgi <laughs> you don't have to worry about okay. anything
2: Okay.
3: We're we'll rocket. What
2: about, what about hey, you, Dylan?
3: I also want the trainer, but I still want to be juggernaut. That'd be cool.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Like from the meme, so I can just say, I'm the juggernaut. Run around. Bitch. Okay. I do know my helmet. Interesting.
0: I'd want to be Wonder Woman cuz she's a strong female lead.
1: Okay. She is part of the trinity of DC, yes. She is. So, she, questionable origins, but still, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. I would I would take
1: the modern version uh modern version of yeah. uh, Wonder Woman, that's fine. Yeah.
2: So the the one game, the one character that I would love to play is the one character that I couldn't. Uh, Nebula? I no no. <laughs> Thor. Uh, no, I would love to play John Constantine.
0: Oh, but you can't because you don't have a cool coat.
2: <clears throat> he doesn't have an ac- a cool accent either. Yeah. I Are you not I super into don't,
0: smoking? Don't.
2: Oh, I'm very much into smoking uh but i I don't have a super cool British accent, and uh try as I may try as I might i can't uh i like I would need a year of dialect coaching to even remotely have a chance to pull off that accent, yeah. And I wouldn't do it unless I could do the accent because the, we've already had an American Constantine, and I love the movie, but it's a, a departure from the comic. I
1: thought so the guy I... that they had the the TV series they had was excellent. I don't understand why that yeah. got shit canned. Um, I mean, I'm not because... a I'm not a, a close follower on the comics, so, mm-hmm. but I I liked. The um, supernatural type storytelling they yeah. had going, and the mythology they had built up. Yeah, I thought I thought it was was great. And was it just NBC going chicken shit because it was kind of occulty?
2: Uh, it was a combination of that and the fact that they they kept bouncing it from night to night. Yeah, that's a. And they funny. just were never that, this, able to capture an audience.
1: Yeah, they they basically just self destructed it.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if I could, since I I couldn't do that, uh, I would probably pick. I would also pick a DC character. I would pick Swamp Thing.
1: For the CGI?
2: No, I would totally expect to be in a makeup chair for hours. Oh, okay. No, if if I had a chance to play Swamp Thing and I didn't at least get to go out there with the dots on my face so that they could CGI me later, like, no, I'd be really mad. Like... I, I would expect that it's going to be mostly me. I mean, I know in modern movies, very little is, is completely you all the time. So
1: yeah, it's, yeah. it's, I think it's uh funny because a lot of those actors go to those uh, superhero movie premieres having never seen anything close to what ends up on screen because right so much of the background and the sets and everything i mean no one was on a big field full of debris for the f- finale of or the climax of endgame no it was a big gymnasium full of green bricks <laughs> yeah so they didn't see any of that so it's just kind of a uh, kind of amazing what they can pull off and honestly there's basically no limit to uh the characters we can expect to see anymore right i mean you've seen thor correct yep did uh the uh sparkly starfield guy at the end look amazing or what
2: I don't really I want to was say his name. Per, yeah, I was perplexed.
1: I, other than him, his stature, which I think had, yeah. was was necessary for you know the frame. Uh, yeah, he looked. Uh, I was looked telling Brad. I was telling Brad on the way back because me and Brad went to see it with a bunch of people. Um, that's probably the most. Uh, Religious or uh, strictly, you know, to the letter depiction of a Marvel character that I've ever seen. Yeah. That's yeah. like pull it off the page. Here you go. Yep. And yep. it was gorgeous, and it totally worked, and yeah. I was sold.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you saw Thor, right? Miss Brooklyn, have you, have you seen Thor?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. So we can talk about Thor. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I haven't read
3: anything online, but if they're not calling him Gordemort, I'm going to be kind of mad. <laughs> I mean, there have but, been
2: a lot uh, of...
3: Even talks. my kids was like, he reminds me of Voldemort. It's like if Christian Bale got to play Voldemort, but with a nose there was well, only think,
2: uh he, go ahead sorry if if you look at gore in the comics he looked a whole hell of a lot more like voldemort he looked a lot more more like voldemort slash uh
1: twilight yes because he had these weird like
3: tails off the back of his head yes oh, okay um yeah because he's coming from a different planet, so he didn't, he could look like whatever. Yeah, he was completely yeah.
1: alien looking. And he was like nine feet tall. Yeah.
2: But he did and have like, that, like, that, that anti nose area on his face. Right. Yes.
1: And he had like sh- nasty, sharp, like, sharp teeth, right. which yeah. only makes uh, Thor's comment about the dentist even more enjoyable. Um, uh, call the axe not until you call a dentist yeah that was funny yeah um i only have two one complaint that was remedied as i was formulating the complaint in my head as i was watching the movie uh Mm -hmm. gore's appearance in the cage before the children yes that scene really started to feel Keith Ledger to me. Okay. Or Heath Ledger. Okay. Uh, it started to feel very Joker-esque. And then he switched. Like, not mid-sentence, but by the end of it, it was something new. And mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, no. Okay, okay, he saved it. Gore was terrifying. I thought he was amazing as as a villain he yes i he i i guess there's an interview with him he said there's no way he could even compete with Helmsworth's physique so he didn't even fucking try right he's playing a basically a walking corpse and he goes that works
2: yep yeah uh my only complaint about the movie is they i i feel like it's one of the few times where they edited too much out. Okay. There were a few spots that felt like it needed more.
1: Having a a week or or uh, almost to reflect on it. Yeah. I think there were... Leaving the theater, I thought there was too much absurdity in it the The humor was too much, okay. but having uh time to think on it and kind of like uh analyze what I was seeing and knowing the ending now mm-hmm. uh, I think that was all to illustrate his inability to let anyone near him, yeah and i ha- have forgiven it for oh, but for i
3: that. also feel like because we watched ragnarok a couple of days beforehand again because mm-hmm. it's still the greatest and like that absurdity belongs in a thor movie like that's kind of their brand
1: yeah well that Star become movie. that belongs in a taika uh, thor right. movie, movie
3: but if they threw that absurdity in like captain america i'd be like oh it's a little weird yeah. Like in Thor, that's exactly what they want it to be. It's just the yeah, yeah, gods he's, making jokes. Yeah,
1: he's a detached
3: godling
1: who lost mom, dad, brother, 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 Heimdall, Jane, you know, all these things he's lost. And he doesn't want to lose anything more. So yeah. he's he doesn't care about anything anymore. Yeah. But he's still the hero. I'll be the hero. That's never let me down. Uh, yeah. I think the goats were the very best part of the movie.
3: <laughs> fucking fucking love the goats. I need more goats. Like how um I'm pretty sure the uh goats running into the planet was uh, Rick and Morty. The- no, an homage to the like original motion picture where they flew the rocket into the moon, hit it in the eye. Mm, yes. Oh, because it turned black and white after that, and that was like yeah. they got all art housey in the middle of Thor.
1: Well, that was you know purposeful. You know, they went to the shadow
3: realm where
1: color right, fears was, to tread, was but, a, yeah,
3: right. But like the shots where... and choices made to get there were very much, you know, an homage to theater. Yeah, Um, I I like everything about what he does with those Thor movies, and I was so very happy that, one, there was going to be more Thor, and two, the character that they chose to possibly set up the next villain. Um, I love that actor, so... Pretty excited yeah. if that happens. I can't say I'm familiar with him, so um he was in um Head Lasso. He played like one of the aging veteran soccer players. But like okay. he's hilarious and he also has like a pretty good podcast.
1: Well that's uh that tracks because uh just to avoid spoilers we'll just say that character uh has historically kind of been the anti Thor in, in Marvel comics. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of the, the playboy Thor because the Thor in comics is very different. Yes. Yes. So, and I think in order to be, I don't think they're going to take that title away from Taika. Uh, I I think they'd be fools
3: it's there's no very, way like it's, it's just its just very Thor much like
1: guardians belong to when
3: you chi- switch Thor,
1: yeah, uh yeah, guardians belong to gun, you know that's that's yep. that's where they belong, just leave him alone, you know, yep. let him do what he's gonna do, uh, and people will love it f- just for that fact, uh but if what you're saying about this actor is uh. Is true, and uh, if that's what he's bringing to this character, that very much fits in a in a in a Thor sequel with uh, Tyga driving it.
2: So, yeah. Ms. I, what you feel like it's going to be good? Go ahead. What did you think of uh, Thor? Um,
0: I really liked it. Honestly, I have no complaint. It was really good. Okay. Okay
2: uh were you okay with the uh main character death at the end of the movie
0: yeah okay okay
1: i i i th- i was surprised at the end that i did not catch the me- the basically the intended meaning of the title Mm -hmm. having uh gore only refer to that character as you know that she didn't have a name Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that i I totally it went totally went over my head i didn't see it at all even as his narration led into it it wasn't until he was saying it that i even thought it Interesting. Yeah, that 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 surprised me, and tickled me. I, I really like that. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, another well, another well, well, yeah. uh, surprise was that the god of carpentry is now canon
2: in uh, Marvel <laughs> Universe. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> I would hope. Um, Athena looked at me in the theater and was like, did they really just say the God of Carpentry? And I'm just laughing so hard.
3: I feel like there were so many Easter eggs in that, that like I'm going to have to wait till it's on Blu-ray and go through.
1: Yeah. You're going to have to go uh, Blu-ray frame by frame on a 60 inch screen to catch all the details in the background there. Cause I think I mean, the two celestials say so much that they're hanging out there. Yeah. Um, Uh, And that dragon, the big golden dragon, that looked like the thing from Shang-Chi, right? Yep.
2: And uh, there was the giant eye that, uh, I don't know a whole lot about it, but there's a sister living island to the island of Kurkoa, where the mutants live.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And that eye has a connection to that sister island.
1: Okay. Um, the dumpling god. <laughs> that was like okay. That's yeah. And then the furry little face with feet, or toes. That was crazy.
2: This is a little weird. A little weird.
1: But you know, gods coming in all shapes. Uh basically anyone who basically wanted sanctuary and uh an invitation to the uh Zeus's orgy uh could come hide out there from gore.
2: Yep.
1: With uh I, with the hopes that he never finds them.
2: I really enjoyed Russell Crowe's performance.
1: Yeah. Uh the greek accent was was fun uh yes, 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 yes. i don't know i i i'm not greek i don't know know any any people that are so i don't know how offensive that accent was but i thought it was you know funny i mean uh, hopefully he was doing it in jest and i i honestly think he was uh Probably. but but it, it it felt fun yeah. it's like when somebody does an over the overboard italian accent or something yeah yeah Yeah, i i had a good time i i enjoyed it uh again there's some hate uh and i think that's just par for the course anymore uh you you can't have movies and the internet exist on the same plane and not have to endure
2: people telling you how wrong you are for liking something yeah I know a lot of people are angry about the second uh, post credit scene.
1: Um, I think it's the most important credit uh, post credit scene they've done. But it is kind of a get out of jail free card.
2: I could see that that wasn't the the complaint that I was hearing but what
1: was the complaint you're hearing
2: she didn't uh, how to how to say it without spoiling it that was uh, um,
1: she didn't uh, she she fell under the same uh uh limitation of uh um a vote of sif yes yeah,
3: but uh, neither did Odin. The so. other, the other thing is, and I, I, I'll just say it afterwards. But like, yeah, I, I know what they're going to use to try and justify that, and I'm not going to say it because it's going to give away too much story. Mm, but okay. remind me, we'll
2: come back to it. Okay, I will say. I really want to have an Odinson's child care shirt made.
1: Yes. Was that in the background of there then? No, well, he, I think he came up with that.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I want to have an Odinson's child care shirt because uh, no one can tell me that he's, he's not a good uh, daycare director.
1: That was w- when he's like, you know, pick up whatever you can. I'm like, is he fucking serious? What the hell's going on here? And then right. he starts the, the the oath. And I'm like, oh, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want to be a kid in <laughs> Me too. I loved it that he was like, for a living in time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And just just the montage of all of them exercising that uh, that ability, you know, the the stuffed animal, laser that, beaming that thing,
2: fucking <laughs> oh <laughs> amazing. So great. Like yeah, and, it's and and it's and, it's, and it's cheesy,
1: the thing, but... the thing I was well, that's see, that's whatever. Right. I don't give a fuck. Uh, right. It's a, it's at its roots, it's, it's a comic, a comic book. book movie. It's supposed to be fun. This was fun. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be, you know, cheerful. I wanna I wanna root for that story. Um, the the beauty of it is they all get emblazoned with that, and there's no worry for friendly fire because they're all immune to it. Right. So they can just nonchalant blast whatever the hell way they want and they can only hurt bad guys yep so that was just that was just too cool i mean and it was it was a it was a very uh interesting way to solve that problem yeah because you've already established he has unlimited Unlimited troops. Yep. How do how do you stop that? He can just hit you with wave after wave. How do you get to him? Yep. Here you go. This is how you do it. So, and then the way the uh, way the sword was remedied was really cool.
2: Yes. That was so.
1: That was and the the hesitation and the look was yeah uh, i mean story wise that had to happen that that uh i love you i know kind of moment <laughs> yep and uh yeah i i think it's a win i don't i don't uh I don't see why there would be any lasting hate for it it's gonna i mean i think Ragnarok is still but uh yeah. yeah Ragnarok is still better i i mean oh yeah uh there, there i think there's no doubting that Ragnarok was uh the thor movie we all wanted and didn't know existed until it did yes um I love what happened to new asgard i I love that it's a tourist destination now with uh, with flying boats and uh, cruise ships and the like it's that's just crazy
2: yeah i I think that in that makes sense that's what we as human beings would really do in that situation
1: well, it's how. Asgard would survive. I mean, they're now on Earth. They need monies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they they need to survive. Yeah, sure they can fish, but yeah, they're immortal or very long lived. Uh yes. they still need to eat.
2: I do have to say, uh, I loved the expansion of Matt Damon's role in this movie. I, I love that to
1: see him again, yeah. I love that he was basically just an an idiot as Guardian Yep. And the other guy is Chris Helmsworth's brother? Yes. So yeah. Oh, the third less famous brother? Yes. Yes. Well, th- I mean everyone's kids were in this. Yeah, I saw all the yeah. names for the kids at the end. Christian Bale's kid was in, was one of the ones that he uh that gore captured uh one Thor, of the kids like one of is. the younger thor's running was helmsworth's son uh the little girl gore's daughter was helmsworth's daughter yep. so, yeah this was this was definitely a bring your kids to work kind of movie
3: And you know what? I'm okay with that. He's like five Thors in. He doesn't really need a trainer anymore. He just needs somebody for daycare. Yeah. Probably cheaper. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he'll take care of the training.
3: Yeah. Got rid
1: of the dad bod. Got back to the god bod. I like how he took one of... uh, um, one of Star Lord's jackets and just bedazzled the back and ripped the sleeves off. So I loved yeah. the tattoos. The tattoos were almost uh heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder when those were done. Were those done in New Asgard when he was in his depression?
3: Seems stretched. I mean.
1: uh, it seems, It seems. I mean, when I'm thinking, like, when would that have been done? He's not getting that on the Benatar. He's Is that not getting the,
2: name, the new name of the ship?
1: That's always been the name of the ship. Sorry. No, it was the Milano. That was the one that blew up right yeah the benatar is is uh the basically the second iteration of it okay
2: yeah i i thought that's what it was but i was like uh, maybe i'm misremembering
1: Yeah, I, I no one was named after Alyssa Milano and the other one was named after Pat Benatar. So I just, I, I could have swore this one was the Benatar. I, I or maybe, maybe, because uh, this is the one they brought back to Earth when Captain of Marble. Found uh, Nebula and Tony. Yes. And the one they flew to space when they went on the time heist.
2: Yes. To get all the Infinity Stones. Yes. This this one is the Benatar. Okay.
1: Feel bad having to look it up. Yeah, it's it's not like it's uh, thrown out very often. So yeah. yeah, yeah. When they were in, yes, the Milano is the one they crashed into.
2: Uh,
1: uh, Ronan's ship.
2: Right.
1: Right and then that was destroyed. Yes. You are the uh, um because when they're in the kiln he goes that's it that's my ship the milano. Yep. And then that's the one they have until the end of that movie. Right. And then when they rebuilt when the the uh what the hell are they called the Xander Force? What the fuck are they called? The uh, Nova Novacore, build him the new one. It's the Benatar. Yeah.
2: Craglin as as the as the fin wearing Yaka arrow wielding marrying everything. Yeah, that was so funny.
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely a, um, a weird addition to the Guardians of the Galaxy just because we don't know him very well. Right. But uh, I'm looking forward to Guardians 3 to
3: see where that whole... Okay, Guardians 3 has not come out then, right?
1: No, no.
2: Okay. A- it hasn't. Yeah, we've Um, got the holiday special coming up at the end of the year, and then Guardians 3 is summer movie next year.
3: Like the May movie or the
2: July? The the May movie. Okay. And that is the final Guardians movie. Right. Why is that? Uh, They've already said it's the final one. Yeah, they
3: they wanted to run three and then get everybody out of there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me me rephrase. This is the final Guardians of the Galaxy movie that's going to feature these characters. Okay. They may come back and revisit other iterations of the Guardians. Or...
1: These characters might appear in something else?
2: Well, Drax won't for sure. No oh, right. Won't for sure. Uh and she doesn't know. she doesn't
1: want to do it anymore?
2: She's she's done. She wants to move on to uh she she wants her schedule back. Mm-hmm. it's not that she doesn't enjoy playing the character or anything like that she just wants to have a schedule to do other projects
1: no i get you
2: yeah and you know she did gunpowder milkshake that was fun and she did another movie and she felt like the work to get between guardians and avengers filming and do those other two films, Jumanji. and then
1: yes, Jumanji. Yeah, she was. Right. Yeah. yeah,
3: she did she that. Just... Those that there's two of those, right? Or she did two of those? Yeah. Yeah. So two of those plus Gunpowder Milkshake in between the Marvel shooting. Like yeah. normally, if you're doing that many big things, you have some kind of like art house or like whatever well a lot of them will do like a smaller movie or something a dramatic role or a comedy role where they don't have to do anything physical and there's no doubt because like all her down movies were also martial arts and other type of choreography the
2: bubble that's what it was
1: oh is that the the
2: new one that's the the bubble is that uh quarantine action movie flick that I talked about a couple months ago.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I can't, I still can't bring myself to watch that.
2: It was, it was a good time, Just watch it. Yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, she was in that too. I mean, she, like, if you go back, let's see here. Uh, there's Endgame, there's Infinity War. Oh, Jesus.
1: Uh, You mean the God of Carpentry?
2: Yeah, yeah. There's volume two in 2017. Uh, When was the first Guardians? There it is. Okay, so starting in 2014, she was in Guardians two episodes of a show, another show, another show, uh, one season of a series where she was the lead, a movie uh, I've never heard of, Seven Days in Hell, 14-minute um, short, TV show, uh, a short uh, feature-length movie called The Big Short, uh, another sure. tv show internet short internet short uh five episodes of something called emo dad okay Then she was in uh guardians volume two
1: no we're, then, we are talking karen Gillum, right yeah,
2: yeah. then the circle <clears throat> alex and the list jumanji the party's just beginning. Infinity War. All creatures here below. Stuber. Endgame. Uh, Spies in disguise. Jumanji. Uh, Call of the Wild. A couple of internet shorts. Gunpowder milkshake. Then she did the voiceover work for What If, Duel, The Bubble, Next Exit, Thor: Love and Thunder. Like the the girl has not stopped. Yeah, I mean that's a solid eight years, and considering
3: part of that's the pandemic, like. That right. Means he was just exhausted pre-pandemic.
2: Yeah. So it's it's not surprising that she's like, you know what? Um don't get me wrong, I've had a blast, but I'd like to have some time back.
3: That's basically one and a half major movies a year.
2: Yeah. So, you know, um,
1: and it, I think the, yeah, okay, she was in a movie. They shoot for what, six weeks? Okay, yeah. um There's the physical training and everything up to that movie. There's the press tour after, uh, as it's coming out, probably, you know, after you just filmed something else, you're doing a press yeah. tour for this movie that's, that you did two movies ago. Yeah, yeah it's, movies aren't just the, in front of the camera uh, commitment. There's a lot of stuff leading up, and then a lot of stuff following your part in it.
2: Yeah, and then you know, think about the fact that she's got the Guardians Holiday Special coming out, and then Guardians Three next year, and I, you know, those aren't even listed on IMDb yet. Right. Like yeah, and
3: all done for those, but still, like,
1: right and. An, another thing, I think, to consider is, uh, with the world the way it is, uh, during all of this time, she is under the microscope for any mistweet, any, you know, rudeness to a paparazzi or whatever, you know, right. is is completely uh, exaggerated because... You know she's in something that people can, you know, some article can tie her to this property that you all heard about. This person did this, said this, went somewhere. You know, so
3: yeah, your life isn't your own when you're when you're doing those projects. Mm-hmm. Well and also once it's done, like the worst they can say is former, and if there's not a new movie coming out, like you're not gonna get blamed for bad PR. They right. would use former actor in a Marvel series, whatever.
1: But I think it's a testament to the uh the validity of these uh movies and shows that you keep attracting uh, serious actors to play in them. You know, it isn't yeah. just these action star characters or actors to to play these roles. There's people who've been in the business. I mean, uh, um, anyone expect. A, uh, what's his? I can't even think his name right now. Uh, Thor's dad to to play in how right. many movies and and be Odin?
2: You know, right? Who who would have thought that Anthony Hopkins? I'm yeah. sorry, Sir Anthony Hopkins.
1: Yes, you know Hannibal
2: <laughs> would be
1: in a Marvel movie for you know twelve years. Yeah. His parts are, you know, smaller, but they're still... It's still a time investment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still a time investment, and that's a big part of the story. I mean, Tom Hiddleston's uh, career blew up because he played
2: Loki. Yep. I mean, he he was an actor in the business before, but... Yeah. After he started portraying Loki, he's star caliber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Miss Bookman, what do you think of Tom Hiddleston?
1: She's asleep. She ran away. I'm oh, blaming. So I'm I'm sitting at work today and I'm sneezing, because you know, it's the summer and that's what I do. And the uh, new girl Sarah sits right behind me, says, "You sneeze a lot. Do you, do you have a cold or you have allergies?" And I'm like, "I'm allergic to grass and cats." And she goes, "I have a cat." And I said, "I know." <laughs> and she laughed for a solid five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, after a little... I mean, I start laughing too, but then after a while, I'm like, you know what, I can feel your sympathy just washing over me. Thanks. Yeah. But, I mean, with all... I mean, just deadpan seriousness. I know.
2: So. I don't know if I could live with, with being allergic to... To animals
1: like that like we don't, don't have a cat so i'm right, not def- but i mean i'm not death deathly allergic to uh
2: cats um right but to me there are a few things in life that i hate more than sneezing
1: yeah you get used to it real quick when it is pretty much your summer
3: there's enough times when it's not actually sneezing; and it's just like the irritation and the itchiness. The, and your nose and your eyes, yeah. I mean, that's usually what I, it is like with I have cat allergies, and it's like that. And yeah, the sneezing more um, of the pollens. Yeah,
1: the the itchy eyes, the uh, itchy nose, um, the, I mean, I will have allergic reactions almost. Uh, I don't know. Mentally, when I smell somebody that has like cats, when I smell the cats, I will start reacting that way, even though I'm not even, you know, near it yet. My body said, like, oh shit. You know, this is, this is what's happening. Yeah. But I go to Sean's to play D and D, you know, you know, once a week and he has like four or five cats. I just know I take a Benadryl before I go over there. I'm there for three, four hours, and I'm going to sneeze and probably wake up stuffy the next morning. But uh, uh, in order to live that lifestyle, I'm willing to suffer it. The lifestyle of
3: a a D and d nerd, that is. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to make it through your whole D and D career without finding several
2: people that like cats. Yeah. So speaking of D and D, my, you, were you both here the night that uh, my oldest and his friend joined us?
1: I was not there.
3: I got uh, that night. Well, wait.
1: Uh, that was either uh, I was sick or I went to Arkansas. I can't remember because there's two nights that we, when we used to go to your house, and we played D and D, and
3: I missed for those reasons. I think that was the one right before I started playing a character. In the world, okay, yeah, because you were—that was the night that we went to the Raven Loft or what call or whatever thing. Yeah, that was the that was the session immediately after the one with your kid.
1: Okay. Yeah, because that was the dragons and everything, right?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. You ran yeah. that.
2: I did. Okay. I did. Yeah, I wasn't there uh... for that. So my son has reconnected with uh, his friend that was here that night Mm -hmm. and uh, his friend said, first thing, like the first time they're hanging out after like starting to hang out again, he's like, Hey, so when's your dad going to have us over for D and D again? (laughs)
1: I'm like, Oh, it doesn't take, it doesn't take a big bite to get bit (laughs) by D and D. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you 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 have you have. I I am adamant. If you sit down, and you play for two three hours with a group who's seriously inclusive, you know, we're gonna we're, we're gonna let you play. We're not just gonna tell yeah. you when to roll dice and tell you what to say. We're gonna let you play. We're gonna let you be you. Because if I remember the story from that night, it got crazy. Yes. Right? Yes, it did. Yeah. So Insane. you, you, you let players play.
2: Yes. That you was, can't, that was
1: you can't infamous... experience that and not want to do it again. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't, nice. don't want to know that person that can play that game
2: and not want to do it again. That was the infamous night that Mara first licked the blood. <sighs> Mara licked the blood. Or not, I'm sorry, not Mara, Kaya. Kaya licked the blood.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. And you made her pay for that, didn't you?
2: I did. I did.
1: Because yeah. I, I trained you well, son. <laughs> you did. You don't let players just do something for laughs without making them pay for it.
2: That's right. That's right. That's why if we ever get back to uh, those one characters, uh, again, Kaya is going to have to pay for her time at a brothel. I don't think we'll ever get back to those characters again, but
3: well, I was hoping we'd get something going like sometime in August, I assume, like after camp or before school, yeah, um, whether we decide to play those exact characters or do something different, whatever, but at least
1: yeah, do a, do a one shot or a right a couple couple episodes, get everybody back at the table and like
3: playing. Time. Possibly if they decide to come to on the Cobb or something again.
2: Yeah. But is Miss uh, Bookman back?
0: Yeah, nope. I've been uh, here. Hey,
2: well, I asked you a question earlier, and you just didn't answer, did you?
0: Oh, you did? I did.
2: And we all asked if you were
3: there, and then nobody answered, so... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, we, I don't remember. I it's answered for you.
0: I was okay. I asked completely zoned out. I'm sorry. Oh,
2: that's okay. okay. I was asking what you thought of uh, Tom Hiddleston
1: the actor that plays Loki.
0: Oh. He's hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
2: okay. I'll agree. Okay. Do you enjoy uh, the character of Loki?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Sweet. I've actually met
1: people who said they don't like they don't like Loki. Who's because, the uh, well, their argument is he is backstabbing and only out for himself. And I'm like, yeah, but that's, his, but that's his, but that's his his growth. By the end, if you watched Loki, if you watched that series and you watch Up to Infinity War, that was a hard lesson to learn for him. Yeah. So that's why he's compelling. You yeah. were turned off by his initial uh you know. Uh, the, the initial character, the introduction of the character, that's what you were turned off by. You didn't stick around yep. for for the character's story. Right.
2: No, well, I would agree with that.
1: And again, these characters have stories. They these there are there is some thoughtful and uh, well calculated growth in in these movies.
2: I would agree with that.
3: So. Um, had you already discussed Ms. Marvel before I got here? We did. Uh, a
1: bit, but if you had anything you wanted to talk, go ahead.
3: Um, Spoiler free. No, I like, I don't think I have anything to add other than like, I hope they do a lot more shows like this, where they just get somebody who actually is part of whatever community they're showing, and they get them to run the show with whoever they want in there. And, like, even the um, Moon Knight, when they were doing that, um, mm-hmm. they were saying, like, they did the, all the music because you're not supposed to play that music there in Egypt, apparently. I don't know, they got some rule. With the current regime and now it was like the whole soundtrack of Egypt in the show was all that type of like house techno and like just little fun things like that that they do. I really hope that they just they could do that only for the TV show and I would mm-hmm. be happy. Like so many.
1: Yeah. Options. Moon Knight Moon Knight and Miss Marvel were very uh good examples of uh
3: representation and if you don't need to buy a bigger story you can do whatever story you want all at a different time because you don't need the overlap of the different character or different actors so they can be filming tv shows five at a time in different locations there's no overlap overlapping actors you're fine true like once they get away from the whole universe that they had you know up from infinity war and everything else then there's a lot more options and i think we've hit that point and i hope they just keep doing what they're doing but quicker
2: i'd agree with that i big fan of moon knight thought it was Easily the second best show that they've done. I do not see the the CGI complaints uh, as a big There's, deal in my eyes.
1: My my thoughts on that is: it's a TV show. There is a uh, a more limited budget when it's spread out over six eight episodes, and. Right. It's a smaller screen. It's a streaming service. Uh, There there are constraints. I thought it looked excellent. Yeah. I I challenge you to do better. And if you can do better, apply for a job.
3: Agreed. They will hire you. Yeah, that is like a lot of people have a lot of complaints about things that they couldn't do the better themselves. So yeah. But
1: it's right. like, well, I'm going to give you this limitation I'm going to put you in this box and I'm going to tell you to do the same thing. If you come out with a better result, you got the job. Right. So, yeah, I don't No, I thought, I thought they did a uh, great with, uh, Representation of the, just the geography uh, in general. I mean, those on location uh, scenes in Moon Knight, where they're in Egypt and in uh, the desert, the, those were great. Yeah. that that scene where they go to Pakistan and then she ends up, uh, Miss Marvel ends up back during the partition those were beautiful Mm -hmm. so I mean not everybody lives in you know your town USA yep and it's like people have never read books people have never read a fantasy novel that doesn't take place on your street. You know, that, you know, you have to take the setting as a character, apply it to the story they're telling and understand why they're where they're at and who they're trying to talk about. I mean, Arabian Nights is going to be pretty boring if it's set in Indiana. <laughs> uh Yes.
2: No, that's an absurd absurd example, but I don't know. I mean, it's absurd to an extent. I mean it's uh it, it the absurdity is what proves the point though. I mean Yeah. Everybody, well, for. <laughs>
1: just,
2: yeah everybody I just, I just, just didn't want to be a
1: rant. Thing. I wanted to make a point, but I don't yeah. know if I hit it.
2: No, you did. You're right. Arabian Nights would be boring as fuck if it were set in India, especially when Arabian Nights took place.
1: Yeah. uh, Not not the ratings, darling, that uh, they would want, but no, I I mean I'm spoiled. I grew up, I mean, when I was a kid I hated reading and then someone introduced me to the, the television uh TSR Dragonlance books and I fell in love with, you know, uh, fantasy settings and then I got into D&D and then I Said, what other role playing games are there? And, you know, read sci fi and read this and that. You know, was a star- fan of Star Wars when I was a kid. Uh, all of these are departures. I don't understand the complaint.
2: Like, the- I mean, Star Wars, when you were a kid, those were like actual collisions between galactic bodies.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Raise, raise old. I get it.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, come on. Um, there was a. Uh, where is it? Um, there was a thing uh, when I clock in at work. When you try to leave the uh, the app, the web page where you clock in, it's do you really want to leave? So I never leave the website. I always click on like Yahoo to take me to another webpage and I can close, close the browser without it asking me to, uh, I know it's click there or click somewhere else. I don't care. I still do it. <laughs> but, uh, there was an article as I was scrolling down to there about, uh, um, people reacting to the, uh, bombshell in Miss Ma- Marvel, you know, the bombshell being, uh, um, the end scene. No, what Bruno tells her about her and her family. Um, oh yeah, uh, the bombshell about that. And I clicked on it, and I roll, I scroll down, and the comments at the bottom. Uh, you know, there was one comment like, "Wow, that's amazing! How they're going to do that." Uh, this next comment was, uh, uh, "I don't know how this is going to work." And then the last comment that was on their article uh, was, oh, this is just bullshit. This is just, the whole show is just a PC nightmare. And, uh, and I don't know why anybody bothers. I'm like, way to look at the positive, dude.
4: Yeah.
3: Just
1: hater gonna hate. I
3: mean, like, a lot of these types of comics have still existed for a good amount of time, unless they're 60 years old and haven't read anything since like the 70s. There's been diversity, not as much as they needed, but still diversity.
1: Yeah. But some of the diversity, like we were saying earlier, uh, you know, cartoonish or character cartoonish or racist in in general, you know, fin fang foom, you know, kind of, you know, just insensitive kind of stuff. Uh, And as that got remedied and and re-examined, it got better. Uh, But it wasn't uh, until... I don't know when the boom actually happened, but there was that whole make Thor a woman you know include these other characters these other uh nationalities and basically let's let's be a little more mindful
2: well and we ragged on them earlier for it but I think the beginning of that boom was kind of spearheaded by DC in the early 90s yeah when they went out of their way and created the, what was it called, the D.C. Milestones uh, series of comics, okay. where they purposely wrote stories about people of color as heroes with people of color involved in the process.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you had uh, Static was yes. my my favorite series to come out of that. But you had uh, the Steel character. Mm-hmm. You had uh, there was a group. I don't remember the name of the group. Um, let me look it up. DC Okay, so the Milestone Initiative uh, creating, uh, let's see, new Voices and Visionaries in 1993, four black creators founded Milestone Comics, a new universe of black universe superheroes brought to life by black creators and other artists of color. <laughs> um, so you had, uh, this is just, talks about the Milestone Initiative, but uh, DC Milestone characters. There we are. So had static, Icon, Hardware. Man, I forgot about Hardware. Steel, Wise Son, the Wise Wolf. And it has expanded since then. There are... I mean comic book resource has a top 10 most powerful of the milestone characters
1: didn't uh steel get a movie what
2: wouldn't that shack or something i don't think that was the same character
1: i could be wrong well steel Uh, was the uh death of superman man of steel yes. character that filled in that title yes
2: but then he got brought into the milestone universe okay but i thought like i read static and god i thought he was such a cool character
1: yeah i liked that con that cartoon for a while
2: I didn't even know he had a cartoon.
1: Yeah, they had a they had a cartoon based on on the
3: character. It was pretty fun. Was that what was that called? Static Shock. Okay, I thought it was. And then I was just like, am I just naming whatever static cartoon I remember, or was there actually a different one? Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that I was the that. that's the character you're thinking of. Cool.
2: I mean i'm not gonna complain i'm glad he got a uh animated series out of it because that was a he was a good character was that like a nickelodeon uh,
3: thing or
1: i don't remember where that appeared i remember the. i thought it was just like abc very
3: much like a nickelodeon style of like just screaming the title at you i thought it wasn't just an abc uh
1: like Saturday morning. Uh, so it might have been like a CW. Thing. Based on the milestone media DC Comics hero Static, it premiered September twenty third two thousand on
3: WB Television Network. Huh. Well, yeah, CW and WB were the same. Yeah. Channel goes. Really. Yeah, used to be WB, and then they were like, Ordaho, the CW.
1: And then he, I think he made an appearance as uh, in the Black Lightning TV show. If I'm not hmm. wrong, I didn't watch all of that. Hmm. Uh, Static shock. uh, Maybe not. I might be speculating there. I thought there was a crossover. Black lightning like produced electricity. Static shock could actually turn into electricity or something.
2: He controlled static in the air and could levitate things and generate a current and he had very broad powers
1: yeah they uh showed him uh in the cartoon series like uh riding electrical cables like surfing
3: on power lines yep exactly what i would expect from an early 2000s cartoon where they're going they don't need (laughs) (laughs) roads. oh Jesus I remember the like weird early internet style like we're inside a computer shows that they had on yeah there were several where it's like oh you got sucked into a computer or a television Mm -hmm. and like that's the show that's the whole show.
4: Yep.
3: Yeah. Wow, it's like, are you even trying to get home anymore? Or are you just kind of make it a life here because been hanging out a lot. just going to get worried. I mean, I'd, I'd enjoy being stuck there.
1: Yeah, you just script your own universe and go yeah. on. But some of us don't speak that language and we'd starve to death.
4: Um,
3: yeah, you know. I mean, you might be able to learn it quick because you're now part of the internet. Is it like the Matrix? Can you just download it directly to your
1: brain? Yeah, uh, I'm part of the internet. I'm part of the problem. Yay!
3: <laughs>
1: I was—I was, I watched a few uh, Bill Burr stand-ups. He's got a—he's got a new one on Netflix, and uh, there were like his last like four on there uh and one of them one of the points he made was i i i don't i don't think the human race is ready for the internet i, I don't think some of us can handle it cuz uh there, there's there's some people out there definitely uh missing the point of 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 communication of everyone uh you know trading ideas you know some of these ideas they're not ready for prime time mm-hmm like yeah that's, that's, that's pretty much it you know on, on the nose there and yeah. this is just not not uh, not worthy of consumption yet you're feeding it to
3: everybody yeah they're, um I've already seen two different articles that I've read and more that I saw titles of people complaining about his stand up this week already oh yeah that's, that's and like um, times I open it up but I'm like no I agree with him there yeah, the the one thing I'm
1: sure somebody is uh, harping about is he talks about uh, uh, feminists uh, griping about uh, feminist whatever. It, and yeah, and and he's he's like, you know, this is uh, this is not my problem. How how come you know feminist movement shows up and uh, they're always complaining for
3: the men to help them? Uh, well, the the point that he made that was actually good was like, WNBA, we gave you a league. You don't know any of the teams. You don't go to any of the games. Yeah. Why, why aren't you showing up? If it's a 20,000 yeah. stadium and 1,500 people show up, why would they get the same amount of money?
1: Yeah, they they were uh, complaining, why don't we make as much as the men? Because you, know, right. you don't sell any tickets. Yeah. I, 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 it's yeah. hard to not agree with that right
3: like sure i mean if it's like the olympics and stuff where really nobody's making the money like the olympic committee is making the money then i get paying it more but or paying it equal but for regular professional leagues now that's based off what you get like hockey players still don't make the same amount as you know football players or basketball players just a different sport. The sport doesn't make as much.
1: Yeah. And then uh he's talking about uh people complaining about uh the cancel culture reaching back in time to complain about people like John Wayne and like he's from a different time. He was born in nineteen oh three, you know. You know, that's that was completely acceptable in his time to talk that way. Well we've Evolved and moved on why we why we're shocked by it, but you can't really time travel him up here and hold him accountable. If you're going to do that, might as well grab all the founding fathers and bring them up here, too.
3: I'd like to because they really fucked up this whole constitution.
1: Yeah. Details, no flowery language. We need Details. specific
2: so we're we're starting to get close to that time yeah I only have one other thing I want to talk about no 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 control if if our no no if our listener live or in the in the podcasting universe, if you have a chance to go to a rage room, or a more specifically a rage painting experience, sometimes it's called splatter paint. I (laughs) wholeheartedly recommend it. It is a super cathartic experience and you're going to walk away with cool art. I think you would have to try, purposely try to make something bad. It, uh, my, my wife and I did that for our anniversary on Monday and it was uh, it, it was a little more expensive than I expected. Uh, we paid sixty dollars for our time, um, and but I mean, it included the paint. It included the canvas, the room, use of their their utensils and brushes and all that stuff per person. Right? Uh, no
3: total for the room okay then no that's not i mean that's not bad i always figure anything anything for an hour 20 bucks a person so you're that plus materials like you're right on
2: right so you know we went um we were the only ones that had booked a paint room for the day so the guy was like um if you need more paint let me know uh don't rush it's not like someone's gonna be in here after you um let me turn on the bluetooth speaker for it you can connect your phone to it and uh yeah have a ball all right Uh you would you would have to try really hard to last more or or if you were just purposefully just trying to make a mess uh, of, of more than just the canvas, like, you would have to try really hard to be there longer than the uh, the allotted time. Right, eventually you're going to put so much paint on a canvas. Right. Um, but it was... God, it was so much fun. I cannot overstate how much fun we had doing this. highly recommend it. anyone who can go rage paint okay i will i will even plug we went to rage room ohio in akron
1: uh
2: well,
1: that's brave what akron
2: <laughs> oh yeah i mean uh you show, we showed up and it like the whole day just kind of felt a little sketchy. We left. We get up to Akron. We're looking for a place to eat, and Athena found this place called Euro Euro. Uh, Euro is in European, and then Euro like the sandwich. Uh, and we were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we'll we'll check this out." Like, had some good reviews. It, you know, people enjoyed it. We show up. It is really sketchy looking, we're like, uh, we walk in, there is essentially the counter where you order a cooler full of, like, bottled drinks, and two booths, that's it.
3: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it would be very much a carryout type of place, so. Yeah.
2: We get there. We both order the Euro gyro, which is your your standard gyro sandwich with lamb, but then it has lettuce, feta, black olives, tomatoes, and banana peppers with this like just a light vinaigrette on it. Not it, not like it's a lot of s- sauce or anything. And uh, it comes with a side of cucumber sauce. That you can put on if you want Um, gyros euros whatever you call them they're kind of like here in Mansfield we have one of the the best places to get these so I I was really glad we ordered that and I wasn't like apples to apples comparing it to what I can get locally but it was a fantastic sandwich Uh, we each got one and then we split a side of cheese curds and we were stuffed when we left. We we ended up not eating anything else until like six thirty and we ate at like noon. Okay. Uh but yeah, looked looked super sketchy in a not great area of Akron. It's just all the uh, problems
1: sacron's had lately with yeah. uh, the reaction to police actions.
2: Yes. So uh, we go, we eat. We're like, wow, this was an amazing find. We get down to the raid. Well, we tried to drive around, like, because we had plenty of time. Drove around, didn't really see anything that was kind of open, because, partly because of everything that's going on in Akron. And mm-hmm. uh, so we just ended up going to the Rage Room. We, we were there for almost an hour before scheduled time. And we were just sitting in the car, because we're looking at this place, and again, it looks sketchy as hell. Uh, And the guy, like, sees us sitting in the car. He's cleaning it up after the the previous people that were in a a rage room and gets done and comes out and, like, waves us inside. And he's like, hey, like, nobody's here. You guys can totally, you know, start now. We're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, The young guy was super personable, super great to deal with. Yeah, it was easily one of the best experiences that i've had lately
1: the girls would really love that
2: darby's uh
1: room is littered with uh paintings she's done with friends at uh there's a place in town called the tin can chandelier basically okay. a little art studio thing can go and it's like drinking well, wine and paint You know, people bring bottles of wine and and, and they buy a canvas and there's an instructor that talks them through how, you know, to paint. You know, they pick out a a sample like a a landscape or a thing of flowers and she talks them how to, you know, step-by-step how to paint it. Yeah. You know, Darby's done that a dozen times and she has a few she has from school because they had events similar to that. At UA, and she did it. So yeah, she would love going there, and meaning that she lives, she will be living up there, you know, during school. Maybe she'll do it. Yeah.
2: And you know, uh, we drove by the campus area, so it's probably driving. It's probably like a ten to fifteen minute drive. Uh mm-hmm. From campus to to the rage room.
1: Yeah, you kind of have to go by University of Akron campus when you when you go to Akron. It's kind of yeah along the road, you know. It's it's hard to avoid. Yep. It's one of those things. Like yeah, the first you know. time, I first couple times we took them up there, I was like, oh, I'm not sure we're going the right way. Now it's like, you, uh, I don't know how we'd we'll ever miss this.
2: Right. Yeah, I, uh, I I highly recommend doing that. It was kind of funny, like we get in there and the guy's like, you know, walking us through the, the rule, well, not the rules, but like how the room's set up, everything that we can do. And he was like, and the only rule is don't paint the employees. <laughs> and he just turns around and walks out. Clearly, there's a story there. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it.
3: It's time for you to stop. Fuck you! Splat. Well, well, it also could have been somebody came in with their friends and it got out of hand when they knew whoever was working there, too. Like, Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think we we're all capable of like, like, writing a oh, story. We're going to go fuck with them. And it turns into now your friend is fired. Yeah. Hey, I have a
1: question uh for anyone uh who uses streaming services. Uh Karen is going through doing bills and she's like, Hey, why is Hulu seventeen dollars again? And the whole reason I signed up for it was five ninety nine. I have Hulu, you have to watch commercials. Yep. Yeah. No problem. Uh, seven bucks. I think it was five ninety nine when I signed up for it. It's up to six ninety nine now. Whatever. I don't care. There's there's some good stuff on there. I, I like watching it. Uh, I don't get cable on the, sh- the TV. I watch and this usually has uh, FX shows like A Day After on there, uh, and I enjoy this. But it also has uh, some of the shows have the little stars bug down in the corner. And if you watch that, you are agreeing to pay for stars now. Yep. And it adds $14.99 to your fucking bill or something. Yep. And I'm like, God damn it. How do I... Amazon Prime, you know, because I watch things there too, uh, has a button right at the top of the screen that says free to me. So it filters out all the can rent things. Hulu needs a free to me
3: filter. Um, I feel like there had to have been like a, like, are you sure at some point on the, on that stuff?
1: I, I just think when you click on it, it goes and it says, watch the movie. And the only thing in it there is it says Stars. Um, uh, granted, I haven't seen it, but you know, perhaps someone else, you know, my kids, my wife, whoever, you know, else is watching with them. uh, Maybe something pops up and says, "Start your seven-day trial" or some shit like that.
3: Probably, most likely, and
1: that most likely, I, I agree. Yeah, that's I mean, there's probably the that way there
3: doing. wasn't some confirmation. Somewhere. Yeah,
1: they they don't get away from that that was reaching in your wallet kind of thing, but.
3: Right, oh, you but
1: wrong it, it it doesn't uh, it doesn't change. You know, they need a free to me kind of filter. Just get that off my screen. I don't want to see. Don't tempt me with. You know, you doesn't make that money. I know, but I'm already paying seven bucks a month.
3: Yeah, but you're a poor commercial boy.
1: I am a poor commercial. I only want the finest. With I, the I'm a poor commercial boy who my wife continues to pay for charge. cable. So.
2: which i just don't understand oh she has to watch her homework I
3: mean, it's I christmas can't even, in july be like right now so who left Chad. yeah like i don't know what i would have if i had to pay for cable at this point it's just live sports like that is what i watch Everything else, even like the networks have some associated streaming service. My name's Chad.
2: Who's back? What were you doing? Uh talking with my wife and I hit disconnect instead of mute. Likely story. Mm -hmm. He had to pee. I'm a smart guy. I'd be a quick pee, dude. It was a quick pee.
3: All I had to do was put another diaper on. Yep.
2: Uh, I'm trying to break my habit. Of chewing diapers? No, of wearing them.
1: Oh, okay. Well. Let's get that couch cover.
3: Swing right they're back good. To <clears throat> again. I just call them depends like they're not diapers. <laughs> right. Oh. So we're not
1: gonna play the ED tonight because we don't have a Mr. Bookman. Uh so the suspense continues for where my story goes.
4: Yeah.
1: So who's who's after me? Uh I can be. Is it Jeff? Or I I know we've been rotating for a while here and I
2: still I think don't know. Jeff went
3: and then it was Jeff then Chad then me.
2: And then you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if if Jeff is not ready. I have enough of a a story hook that I could go.
1: I know you said you're gonna you're pulling from the comic again right
2: uh I found a different story hook i'm gonna use
1: oh okay it's fun- funny uh you you pull from a comic and my idea becomes a comic yes <laughs> yes. Granted, it was a while ago because this idea was brewing for a while.
3: But, yeah. Uh, you don't like it, right? It's your own fault.
0: True comic. Wait, wait.
1: Yeah. See. After we stop recording,
2: I I have something to share about the comic. It's kind of fun. I, I I think you guys are gonna legitimately hate me after mine. What? Not because, Why? It's, not because it's not going to be fun, but because uh, I I have several times throughout my life had this thought that that I'm basing this on. And then I saw a uh, webcomic that kind of took this thought and ran with it. Okay. Uh, And the the absurdity that can be had with it is going to be great. Uh, And I can't wait to see... How certain characters handle it. Okay.
1: Well, after my adventure, especially where it has paused, mm-hmm. I'm wondering what characters will be in the next adventure.
2: Yeah, I've got a I've got a feeling that my my good friend the captain may be uh, meeting a gruesome fate. Um, he's pretty well off right
1: now though, where you've left him. Sure. Uh he can get quote unquote out. Yeah. So you know, with a few deception rolls and uh uh change shell uh, change self after he gets on the steps, he he could he could be out. Essentially, yeah. Now, granted, that brings up the the morals of does he just leave everyone else behind? Yes. You now, does the captain go down with his shipmates or?
2: <laughs> does the captain go down with his shipmates? Have you met this character?
1: I have. He's a racist <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's not racist. I'm just playing up on Jeff's accusations. That's
2: all. <sighs> Holding it against a cat that it doesn't know the difference between small flesh bags. Yeah, I've decided
1: ever since Kepsik, you play every character as a as if it were a
2: a different
1: lizard folk.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm. I've done a lot of reading into like the various races and the, the, the stories. The tabaxi. Yeah, like, well, not just that. Like, I've I've done a few things. Not with us, then, and, and I've, I've uh, done more in-depth reading about the races in the books. Okay. And, and uh, tabaxi. Are either hyper focused on a detail or details Mm -hmm. or they just don't care
1: okay so it's either I want that string or fuck you get that string out of my face
2: it's either I want this really intricate beautiful gold flecked piece of yarn or uh, it's it's a small person that doesn't look like me. Oh, that's a small person that doesn't look like me. Yep, they're both small people who don't Oh, you called that one a gnome. Yes, they're all gnomes.
1: Can I ask a serious question to to the two of you? Yeah. Um does this uh current uh system we have going where we're all in the dungeon, and we just rotate dm hat still work for everybody.
3: I love it, yeah okay. I mean if you need to pop out of the dungeon, you always can, or you can make the dungeon just part of the you know whatever world it is yeah it's there. it's
1: a it's a sandbox, I mean it's whatever the fuck we want, so I don't know it, it, the more it goes on, it's just like this is what this, there's less. Story. outside of each adventure. How's that? The story really revolves around, you know, Daryl in the dungeon and our place. And, you know, that's, that's my only uh, I mean, worry I that, that I yeah, you guys are missing out on that.
2: I've tried really hard to include story beats for my characters.
1: No. And I'm, I applaud that. I was just, you know, is there uh, enough opportunity for that?
2: Come on. What can... I think there is. I mean, but I, I recognize that with me thinking that there is, I could still be in the minority on that. So...
1: I mean, this this uh, this adventure is me basically trying to basically run a story. I have a a beginning, middle, and end of of where this was going. Yeah, you guys have curveballed me a couple times, but uh, all in all, it's it's pretty on track. Yeah. And I I really tried to make sure that there wasn't a hard line set of tracks in front of you. I would I gave you an option and then told you there's this other option too uh, if you want to do this and you guys you you had both options in hand you had the means to go through the broken dungeon or you had the means to uh, run the uh,
2: nightclub route. I was wholly prepared to do the nightclub, have it Mm -hmm. fail, and still need to go through the broken dungeon.
1: Yeah, I just... Even though the NPC uh, kind of facilitated it a little bit with the Dimension Door, uh, Mm -hmm. it was still believable viable and I was rolling random numbers. Uh, percentile to determine where that was. So there was every likely that it wasn't in the room. It was in his pocket or something. Right. Uh, so but you know the rules went in your favor and it's uh, where you where you guys found your
2: opportunity. yeah no i'm super excited this this adventure that we're currently on this your your turn we'll call it mm-hmm. uh, has been a really nice breath of fresh air to the i don't want to call it formulaic but the, the format that we've gone with
1: we go through a door and we run a one shot yeah 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 that was another that was another draw that uh, it wouldn't be, it would be a little different and there would be some increased or at least different stakes.
2: Mm-hmm. I, uh, I look forward to uh, the setting for mine. No, oh, no. I am pulling the setting right out of the comments
1: mine or the one yours. you inspired by oh great. No, no, yours that's kind of uh, scares me because uh I'm not really good at settings so I don't know what your uh what your inspiration would be
2: well I have I have two settings in mind uh and it's going to come down to which one gets used is is going to be based on where we're at when i start if i take off if if i take the next one after you uh what how does this resolve Mm -hmm. uh and if i go after someone else uh you know how theirs resolves i have two definitive settings right now based on if I am the next one. Okay? Uh, because um, I, I, how I the will, last go ahead.
1: how the last adventure ended had a uh serious uh impact on how mine started. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I that was one of the as Dylan's ended I was getting more and more excited about my adventure because of basically the necessity of the job. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you guys kind of fucked me by just not accepting those charges.
2: (laughs) Um, I rolled for it.
1: I know. And that's why I can't hold it against you.
2: But I was like, damn it. I rolled three death saves. Wow. I'll just take the results of the death saves. That's very uh
1: in game uh solution to that. I like it.
2: Thank you. I you know, I was kind of at a point where I'm like, man, I don't know... because the one thing I've always wanted to make sure that I do, and not just because we're recording this and putting it out for the public, but because it's something that I know that I've struggled with in the past, I wanted to stay totally true to what the character would do. And in this instance, I I had no idea what what Keptic would feel about the afterlife yeah yeah i mean you know, i, I mean, won't so lie i
1: was sad to see him go
2: me too me too uh, you know the entire backstory that i had crafted for, for kepsich that I'm, I'm of, i didn't get to deal anymore with was that he was just a random lizard folk who had cleric powers that lived in a tribe in the swamps Mm
4: -hmm.
2: and Mm -hmm. some dwarves came through and said hey we need a guide to go to this thing that we want to go get the macguffin from and the tribe was like oh well take him he can make sure that you get there alive and so he went and he did this thing and he adventured with these dwarves and they were like hey if you don't want to go back to uh with with your other people like you can totally adventure with us this you've been great and he was like yeah sure whatever and so he kind of fell into his first adventuring party and then I figure at some point they all died and some of his his bones and whatnot uh were probably theirs
1: I almost because the way he ended I almost would rather his uh um origin story be they invited him he quote unquote flipped the coin and said yep okay yeah sure because because of the way he ended it's uh it's almost like yeah that's the way he lived that's the way he died it's
2: just kind of we'll see what happens
1: yeah i mean i i i just don't want to feel too much uh that um the characters are inconsequential or throwaway or you yeah. know no you know, I'm, I'm i i it. i like i like playing a character and thing. um right now i have two i mean i i mm-hmm. like lonix and i i love pop up so you know there it's just i couldn't have pop up in this adventure
2: no, no. I mean the good captain uh is growing on me. Uh I think I've I've said it we're still recording, right?
0: Yeah.
2: I think so. Okay. Uh the good captain was completely randomly generated.
1: I like that you did that because you have some serious limitations as far as spell selections yeah. and capabilities. Yeah. But you've also made use of those uh, in in our predicaments.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I approached it from, I, you know, it came to be that night and I'm like, well, I should probably have another character ready just in case. And I had no idea like what I was going to play at all. Is the first time in a long time, I'm I was like I don't have a character. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I could have dug into the folder and found one of my ideas and like made it a character. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, I mean,
1: nah. yeah. You have a you have a plethora
2: of of characters. I counted it up. I currently have fifty-one character sheets. Fuck. That is a lot of uh, uh, character sheets. Yeah. It's just
1: um, I I think I, uh, I as wonder. as this uh this goes, if I if I end up changing characters again, or uh, if something happens to Lonix and I need to make a new one, I think I may have to. Uh, somehow resurrect reork is he dead well i think he exists in the past he was from is it the past
2: i thought it was yeah, the past know. well i mean it was the past to the main
1: campaign. the main campaign yeah th- this is not the main campaign so uh resurrect so to speak reork like, recreate him yeah because he was fun to role play yes yes he was a and very fun he is, role play character he was definitely the best time I've ever had playing a warlock and it's funny it's because uh, you made that character that, that was not a that was a, not my creation I just took what you gave me and turned it Sideways. Yep. Because I didn't I didn't read the article that inspired that patron. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. So I basically was Reorg re reacting to that patron just stepping in and offering possibilities. Yeah and then i played him with all the regret of that decision that i could muster
4: <laughs>
1: i love it i i my favorite is his studded his studded uh leather armor that is basically yep. just a, a a shirt of flasks
2: makes
1: sense if if i played him again i would uh almost ask uh for um, like penalties based on like how many drinks he's had because it's not gonna be something he stops doing
0: <laughs> okay he,
1: he 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 it's it's a necessity of his uh consciousness to drown out that voice yeah. as much as possible but i don't think really uh technically me- game mechanics wise there's no way to drown it out it's it's impossible
2: yeah i don't think so
1: so it's basically just numbing his uh attention span yep What was that? The seeker. Yes. Is that the the patron? Yep. And, and I played it like the seeker of knowledge, so it was always asking why. Yep. Why? What is that? How'd that happen? Who is that guy? What does that do? Like? Shut the fuck up! Get
2: out of my brain! <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It was fun. But yeah, yeah at, I, at some point, at some point, uh, I'll I'll have to uh, figure him into play, either as an NPC for you guys or a, uh, a retirement plan for Onyx.
2: Yeah, but how's Onyx gonna retire? He went to go see his family, and they had moved. Oh yeah,
1: he 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 already solved the problem of what you met him with uh, originally and uh, that went to shit because uh, his family had uh, moved on he had been in here too long yeah so I don't know Uh, maybe we'll deal with uh, his depression because surely that has an
2: effect on him die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain
1: yeah yeah he's uh, what is Lonex he's uh, his background is criminal and uh, I didn't write an alignment but I would say uh, neutral good probably that seems about right because I've I've kind of only played him as a NPC So he's neutral, probably mandatory for the alignment. Uh, Right. And he did actively attempt to help you guys. He wasn't trying to screw you over or anything. So good, makes sense. Do I have a. uh... I don't know if I ever made. New York, uh no. I have a bunch of character sheets in here, but I don't have
2: uh, the uh any warlock anywhere. I'm sure I have one of his character sheets lying around here somewhere. Oh I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I might have it in a folder or a basket or something physical copy. Yeah. I got piles of characters and papers everywhere. Most of them sketches. Uh, okay well it's ten twenty. 20. Uh, did Holy we want to hit the hit the stop button? I mean we wow. don't have to stop talking but uh, probably stop recording.
2: Bonus size episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, there's 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 no bookman
1: here to to tell us to shut up. It, that's it.
2: Yeah, this, I I like this bookman board operator better. Really? Yeah. Eh? This, this very good. Bookman, this bookman's just like yeah, whatever. I don't care.
1: <laughs> I Got no opinion of that. Idea.
0: No, not really. I just. Man, the technical stuff.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. So, okay. Well, this is this is where you got to fill in for your pops again. Okay. You got to say the the magic line. Bazinga. Sure.
1: No. Nope. Um, uh, it is a. Uh... Signing off, quote, from a movie about dudes that travel in a time-traveling...
0: Oh, is it from Bill and Ted?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, man.
3: B. Closing...
1: remember
0: i don't i'm blanking right now
1: be excellent to each other oh so that's all we ask of our audience of one person be excellent to each of his selves
0: yeah <laughs> how do you know it's a dude are you stalking them no they're creep
1: i have i have a suspicion but uh i i don't know
0: Old man creeper, dude
2: Yep <laughs> Okay, well
0: Do you want me to do the thing? Say the line? Do
2: the thing. Yep, say the line and listen.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Two Fools Rushing tonight Remember to be kind to each other Excellent to each other I blanked, <laughs> I'm sorry I got it though Be excellent yeah, to each other
1: Nice, nice recovery Excellent. Bye, okay. everybody's.
0: Remember to slay.
1: No, no yes. slaying. Yes, it's not necessary. Yes, that's so swag.
0: Slaying is awesome.